I was sent the first one as a request to read. There's a there's a couple things that I've been looking out for things to read, but viewer requests come first, and that's really important. So the first one, and I know I was sent this. One of the very first C. McBee reads I did was a song sent to me by a friend. It just had almost nonsensical lyrics. Uh, this one, the lyrics make sense. It's called Smell Yo Dick by Risqué. It starts out with a little skit. A lot of rap songs do. Uh, the very first word is the N-word. So I'm not going to read it because I don't need to get in trouble for that. Uh, so N, this is the 15th motherfucking time that I called and left your ass messages. I done text your bitch ass and you ain't responding to nothing. What the fuck is you doing? So this is a concern. This is someone who's concerned about their partner. They're concerned about what's going on in their life. Uh, but then there is a, an element of suspicion which comes up next. Who the fuck is you out there with? You think I'm stupid. My girl's already done put me up on your ass tonight. When you get home, I got some news for your bitch ass. So it actually sounds like she's not suspicious. She sounds like through some cohorts of her own. She's actually had confirmation of illicit events that have occurred outside the boundaries established per this relationship. So that's important. Uh, then we get into the song. So the first part is just a, it's a little bit of chat. It's a little bit of something to get out there. And then we get into the song uh, proper. Let's, let's, let's play a little bit for you. What the fuck is you doing? Well, Who the fuck is you out there with? You think I'm stupid? My girl's already done put me up on your ass tonight, nigga. When you get home, I got some news for your bitch ass. Clearly Why are you coming home? Five in the morning. Something's going on. Can I smell your dick? And that's, that's pretty much why I figured why someone wanted to read it, so they could hear me say that phrase over and over again, because it does appear in the lyrics over and over again. So we've just heard, why are you coming home, five in the moan, something's going on, can I smell your dick? It's interesting that that's a question, because... It, it should be more of a demand. I don't think it should be phrased as a question as such because there is a certain amount of animosity or anger or frustration behind it. So I think maybe instead of a question mark, it should actually have an exclamation mark. Don't play me like a fool because that ain't cool. So what you need to do is let me smell your dick. So what you need to do is let me smell your dick. <clears throat> this apparently will confirm... Or deny, uh, or, or confirm that the, the suspicions are incorrect. That's an important thing. It's four o'clock and I'm sleeping. It's late night and you creeping. You could have told me I'm leaving. Now I know you're out there cheating. This is only true if there is the confirmation of her, her girls from before uh, on his bitch ass that he actually has been cheating on her. He may be out working a second job trying, trying to make that uh, paper, I believe is what it's referred to. Why you got to do me like that? Good question. When I call you, you don't call me back. I'm texting you like a problematic word. Where are you at? That's fucked up. Why you do me like that? I actually agree with Risque. Uh, that is fucked up. I mean, she's texting him constantly. 
There is a problem in that the initial sentence here is four o'clock and I'm sleeping, but then she's also texting. So she is very technically at the moment texting him while sleeping. Uh, and we get a, we get a, a reinforcement of that through the phrase, I'm dead sleeping, you tricking, in the club with dirty foot bitches. Dirty foot, I have to admit, I quite enjoyed that. That's a, that's a very specific insult uh, that it deserves more attention. I'm going to call more people dirty foot bitches in the future. My girl was there and she witnessed. She had a camera phone. She took pictures. So I suppose I should say picture, pic, witness, pictures. Didn't work out. You was on the dance floor grinding with a stripper hoe named Diamond. It's a very good stripper name. Uh, so anyways, uh, he's, he's apparently spending his free time with a, a hoe named Diamond. You was flossing hard. You was shining. Everything she drank, you buying. I think that might actually be a point of contention. Because uh, if you're just friends, you buy your own drinks. Uh, when you're in a relationship it is often traditional that the man buys. So this is actually an indicator that this relationship is more serious than just a casual friendship where he and Diamond are flossing together uh, for just purely entertainment reasons. Fuck, uh, you need to stop lying before I get mad and pull out my nine. So this is serious. She's talking about uh, more than just physical assault. She's talking about murder. You want a new bitch to fuck, then that's fine. Don't fuck hers, then try to fuck mine. I, I, you know, she's setting boundaries. And this is what a lot of people need to do in their lives, is set clear and honest boundaries with their partners so everyone knows where they stand. You keep telling me you ain't touch her. Uh, if he tells that to her, then it should be I, not you. If uh, he, you telling me you ain't touch her, then it actually should be you telling me I ain't touch her because if he says you ain't touch her to you, then the you is I. And then he's saying that risque has not touched her, which probably in this case is technically true. But some keep telling me you done fucked her. And I ain't that bitch you want to play with. Uh, drop them boxes. Let me smell your dick. Why you coming home five in the moan? Something's going on. Can I smell your dick? Don't play me a fool, because that ain't cool. So you need. So what you need to do is is let me smell your dick. So what you need to do is let me smell your dick. Hey, hey, smell my dick. Wait a minute, hold up. See, that's how a bitch get her eyes swollen up. There's two reasons the woman's eye could get swollen in this position, in this uh, situation. And it, it, primarily, I think they're implicating violence here, but I actually could just be pink eye from uh, her proximity to a perhaps improperly cleansed uh, erogenous zone. And I don't give a damn what your homegirl seen when I was in the club. What the fuck you mean? They ain't got no business eyeing me dat like that, like dat. You ain't got no business trying me like that i wasn't even feeling diamond like that i was wildin but i wasn't clowning like that that's all right that's okay gone head believe what your homegirl say uh someone like me oh there you go i could just change the word with someone someone like me drink a lot of liquor 
Meet a lot of bitches, take a lot of pictures. I quite like that line. I might break bread with one or two strippas. That's S-T-R-I-P-P-A-Z. But that don't mean you gotta pull my zippa. Thinking I dick down the whole town, even though I got dick to go around, around, around. Uh, so her associate in this situation uh, is denying the allegations. Uh, he says that Diamond even isn't someone of particular interest to him, but he does spend his time with strippers, strippers, and that should be taken into account within the uh, uh, concern of this situation. And then we get to the last hook. Why are you coming home five in the morning? Something's gone on. Oh, can I smell your dick? Don't play me like a fool because I, I ain't cool. Well, what you need to do is let me smell your dick. What you need to do is let me smell your dick. The problem, really the only problem I have with this song is that we do not get a fourth verse with some sort of resolution. Does she smell his dick? Does he let her smell his dick? Does the dick get smelt? That's question one. But post-dick smelling, does she think he actually had sex with Diamond? Has the relationship been dissolved? Has it been reconfirmed? Like, oh, I smelled yo dick. Uh, it, it, it smelled like Irish spring soap. That's actually problematic in itself because maybe it full in the moan you took a shower to cover up the fact that you had had uh, relations with Diamond. But let's just say that's his natural order. So this isn't like a, a, a post-coital uh, situation where someone has, has uh, done their abulations. Have Risque and her gentleman friend stayed together? Have they broken up? Has she taken out her nine and pulled his zipper? These questions are left unanswered, and either we need a second version of this song, a, a follow-up to it, or we need that fourth verse where they talk it out, where they shoot it out, uh, where her eye gets swole or not. I mean, we've asked a series of questions within the song, and it is irresponsible to note and realize that the questions do not get answered. And that is Risque, the lyrics to Smell Yo Dick. I don't often engage in Reddit seriously. Uh, it's the idea of responding. I don't mind posting things or, or comments or stuff. But at the end of the day, I don't really want to spend my time responding to comments. Uh, there was a question, though, on Ask Reddit. Who here has gotten so used to wearing face masks now in your country slash region that you will carry on wearing them after they are no longer necessary? Now, I thought this was actually an interesting question because well, maybe people have, maybe not. I read some of the answers. It was interesting. People had different opinions. Uh, I decided this would be worth chiming in. I said, I live in Japan, and it was pretty common before because in Japan it is pretty common. Uh, people wore masks primarily if they had a cold. Uh, or if it was allergy season. Those were the legitimate reasons. The alternative, I actually found out later, was some women, they don't want to put on full makeup, so they do their eyes and then wear a mask and they can go out in public and they feel very comfortable with that. And that was an interesting thing to learn because that's not something I would have even considered in my life. But if a girl just wants to go to the store or she's going to do something really quickly, she would put on a face mask and not actually do all her makeup. So that was neat. Yeah, so my response, I live in Japan. It was pretty common before. 
So it wasn't strange to me anymore that people were wearing masks pre-pandemic because it was still a common thing you saw on the train. It wasn't everybody, but it was like 15, 20% of the people on the train on any given day were wearing masks. I will continue throughout my annual allergy season as it has been really beneficial. So I uh, actually right now get allergies. So uh, if you wear a mask, it cuts down on those allergies. I still have to take medicine, but the medicine is more effective the less uh, pollen or allergens are in my face or up my nose or whatever. So if I cover my nose and mouth, less of it gets into my you know mouth and nose and lungs and throat. And so I have milder symptoms and therefore my medicine is more effective. So I can actually take less medicine over time with better results. So I have been wearing it for the pandemic. That's fine. But I will continue at least in allergy season. I mean, I don't like wearing a, a face mask, if I'm being honest, but I will wear it because there are benefits beyond my personal comfort. Uh, there was a couple of other responses. Uh, yeah, they've been great for hay fever and for asthma as well. So someone agreeing with me. Lived in Japan 2014 to 2016 and first saw masks there. Thought it was a brilliant idea to wear a mask if you were under the weather. Several comments like that. And then I responded to that one. It's nice that it isn't a political statement. I think this one is very important to remember when we get to the thing I actually want to talk about. Yep, that was the last thing I would have ever thought it was about. So in Japan, wearing a mask was never political. Not like America where they have anti-maskers who have made this a political issue uh, about freedom and whatnot. It just isn't that thing here because people were wearing them before for health reasons and for allergy reasons, as I've already mentioned. Uh, I spent time in, a little time in Japan and remember seeing people wearing masks. I thought, why don't people do that everywhere to help prevent allergies or if you're feeling sick? And I agree. And then we get to the, the comment I was most interested in. We have thought that many people wouldn't be able to give up the mask. We saw the resistance months ago and recognize it for what it is. People love the anonymity, the separation from others, the virtue signaling. Most importantly, we though, I think they mean thought, many would keep the mask to hide their own insecurities. It's a free country. I won't tell you how to live your life like some have done to others. Um, my Reddit response to that was, I just like that my nose doesn't run that much because he, the person who's made this comment has clearly not noticed the previous comments or read them where it is not a political statement in Japan. So we have thought that the first question is who is we, you are representing yourself. Uh, you are making a statement apparently on behalf of others, but I don't know who those others are. So no context is given for who this we is. I think the idea is the saying that we makes it seem like it's a, there's already a consensus of some sort. There's already agreement. So we should hold more power to the things that are stated. This isn't an individual's opinion. This is a group opinion of many people who agree. We have thought that many people wouldn't be able to give up the mask. I think most people would be willing to give up the mask pretty easily because it's not particularly comfortable. That's actually, for me, the reason I wouldn't wear it all the time. Is it's not that comfortable. We saw the resistance months ago and recognized it for what it is. That is also unclear. Uh, what is it? Uh, people were actually more resistant to not wearing the mask than to wearing the mask. People love the anonymity. 
That may be true. I don't think it actually creates that much anonymity. I still recognize people with a mask on. Uh, If I see someone on the train every day and they're wearing a mask every day, I still recognize them. So the anonymity isn't gone or isn't there. The separation from others, the virtue signaling. So I don't think people are any more or less separated from others while wearing a mask. I think that's not true. Uh, The virtue signaling is true to a degree. But again, because of my earlier statement that in Japan, specifically, it's not a political statement, that means wearing a mask is not virtue signaling. In fact, because in Japan, it's like 90 plus people percent of people wear a mask anyways, now during the pandemic, you're not exactly getting much credit for wearing a mask. The few people who don't wear a mask, they get dirty looks. They don't actually get told not to wear a mask. Uh, which is interesting when we get to a statement later here. Uh, Most importantly, we, though, thought many would keep the mask to hide their own insecurities. And I don't know what that's about. I don't have any security. This might be insecurities about my face, I guess. But you're really just covering your nose and mouth. So that's not really covering my personal insecurities physically. Uh, I've made many jokes about my hair, especially like now that we're streaming live on Twitch and we put the video on YouTube that my receding hairline would be probably the thing I'm most selfish, self-conscious about. Uh, I'm not wearing a mask on my forehead. Uh, so I'm not hiding my own insecurities with the mask. So this must be emotional insecurities. I'm guessing. Uh, I was tempted to ask, but then that would have meant I would have had to engage in a conversation or a back and forth with this person, which is something that I do not want to spend my time on. So that's why you only got the single sentence answer that there is no reply to. Uh, The next sentence is, it's a free country. Which country? So Reddit, I think if you're doing Reddit in English, there's an assumption that it's American. So I think this person is American. Certainly all the sentiments previous to this sentence feel very American to me because the conflict, the politics, the stuff he's talking about, they happened in America. They did not happen in Japan to the same degree. There was some anti-mask protests and stuff. But we were talking like a dozen people out of millions and millions and millions. It was not a successful movement in Japan. If he is talking about Japan, he's correct. Because if you listen to Ninja News Japan, one of the other podcasts I make, uh, you, will talk, uh, you will hear me talk about how the government doesn't have the power to enforce rules on companies or people because of the Constitution, because of the freedom that is sort of inherent in the Constitution. And it's actually problematic because people having too much freedom means people have the right to make bad decisions. Uh, just this morning, I was talking about uh, people breaking quarantine and they can't punish them in Japan for breaking quarantine because freedom of movement is guaranteed in the Constitution. So that in itself, the freedom, the level of freedom people have is actually problematic because it gives people the right to endanger others. Now he's talking about it's a free country. He's probably talking about America. But I think he has missed all the statements previous, which is a very common thing. People read something and then they respond to it without actually getting into detail. It's kind of one of my things is if you don't take the time to read all the details, you're going to miss stuff. That is actually where C. McBee Reads comes from. It's me looking at the details of things and then actually picking them apart. We get to his last, sorry, we get to his last sentence. I won't tell you how to live your life like some have done to others. 
except the previous whole paragraph has really not explicitly been telling me how to live my life, but certainly implicitly trying to tell me that I should not wear the mask, that the mask is a problem, that I am choosing a separate or different political belief than him, that I am not living my life freely and correctly because I've chosen to wear a mask. Because my statement earlier is that I will, not, I will continue to wear a mask. The thing is, I'm just saying I will continue to wear a mask during allergy season, a very specific set of time, which again is a not very political way of thinking about this. Uh, so to the, to the gentleman, I don't know if I should put people on blast. I don't think enough people listen that right now it matters, but I still don't feel like that's right. Uh, I think your answer is dumb. I'm about downvoted. Whoop. So you're now at zero. Uh, and I think it's dumb because you clearly have not recognized the ideology, you have not paid attention to the details, and you have not taken in the context of the statements before you responded with what it, which you, you've responded with something that is probably something you've just memorized. Like, all of these statements seem to be like something you've formulated in your head and then put together, and now you probably go around Reddit looking for mask arguments and write a similar paragraph over and over and over again, hoping that it catches on. Uh, in this one, it did not catch on. So... Yes, in Japan, during allergy season, I will continue to wear a mask to sort of offset my allergies, and your very flowery language has done nothing to convince me other than I am absolutely correct in doing so. C. McBee reads. Now, I had a discussion with a couple of people who were like, you should actually read a book or read chapters of a book or, you know, put some more, more detail. I could read a book over a series of months or read a chapter of some books. Uh, of course, I don't want to pay money for anything. <laughs> Until I make money, I'm not paying money. So I went on to Amazon and I looked for the free books, the ones with zero dollars and zero cents, not even like a dollar. Uh, and unfortunately, because my region is Japan, every time I went to click on one to buy it for zero dollars, it's changed to a dollar. So apparently, if you are in different uh, countries, you have to actually spend money on the free books, the English free books, which I guess is fair. But I want to know it's going to be a good free book before I buy it. So I went to the zero uh, Kindle books, and there's a lot of self-published stuff, and it's all very shirtless men oriented. And I was surprised that there is two themes that appeared almost immediately. And it's weirdly Irish titles and the South in America. So uh, the real deal, a Dublin Knights novel by Brittany Sahin. Uh, this is book three of five. So that she's written five books about some sort of love fest in Ireland uh, we got down to, let me scroll down a bit, uh, Keenan, a dark Irish mafia romance, quote, uh, in brackets, dangerous doms, there are seven books. So I'm assuming that's this uh, Keenan guy's very, uh, like his whole life. It says US Today best-selling author, which I have difficulty believing. Uh, there's Ruined by M. O'Keefe, which is also a USA Today best-selling author. Um, 
Is that the same person? No, it's different people. Apparently, getting onto the USA Today bestselling list isn't hard. <laughs> I mean, that would be my first thought. Uh, as for the American South, we have Southern Charmer. There's a guy with his shirt off. A little tattoo under his booby a bit. Southern Charmer, a friends to lovers romance, Charleston Heat book one, which implies there's more. There are. There are four books in the Charleston Heat series. Uh, up at the top, let's get up there. Southern Comfort, the Southern series book two, that is book two of eight. Uh, I'm wondering, again, I don't know if I have the energy or effort to actually read more than even a paragraph or two of these books. But the Southern Comfort series, eight books, and some of them are free. It also says USA Today bestselling author. So that is terrifying. I guess what is selling author, best-selling? Because if you buy books for free, a lot of people are like, I would download it for free and then just never read it. You have technically bought the book. Is that best-selling? I don't know. Uh, then there were some other ones in the free list, and it was uh, The Becoming, book one of five. Uh, and it, was like a, it looks like a science fiction one. It has a girl holding a gun over her shoulder. She's not a guy with his shirt off, so that was one of the reasons I was more interested in that. I was very interested, most interested in Keenan, a dark Irish mafia romance, because there's a lot there. And my suspicion was that this actually comes from Fifty Shades of Grey. Now, Fifty Shades of Grey, the actor is Irish, so if you watch the movie and you're really into him, which you probably were if you watched those movies, you would suddenly be into Irish things. So maybe the person writing this just has an Irish fetish. I don't know. Um, I did get the, you know, take a look inside. Let's look at a sample. It's the first couple pages. Keenan. I watch. All one word. Problematic because I watch. I sure should have a space. So this is probably self-published. Not been properly edited. And the very first word is a mistake. Uh, but let's get in there. I watch from where I sit on the craggy cliffs of Ballyhawk to the waves crashing on the beach. Strong, powerful, deadly. A combination so familiar to me it brings me comfort. It's two hours before my alarm goes off. But when Seamus McCarthy, the most Irish name I could think of without looking one up, calls a meeting, it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. The men of the clan answer. The most Irish opening of a book ever. You got a guy at a place called Bali something. You got the beach. And it's not a calm, friendly beach. It's, it's strong and powerful and smashing. You got a guy named Seamus with a mick in his name calling up a meeting. I am assuming that's the guy running the Irish mafia. I don't know what the dark is yet. Oh, this... There's a vague implication that this was like, because it's called the Dangerous Doms, this is uh, like a sex thing like Fifty Shades of Grey. So again, maybe my, my uh, previous assumption is accurate. I suspect I know why. Oh, and then they're called the clan. The men of the clan. That was this, the last little really Irish bit of the book. I suspect I know why he's calling a meeting today, but I also know my father well enough. Oh, it's his dad! I also know my father well enough not to presume... Should I do this in an Irish accent? It's going to happen by itself. 
one of our largest shipments of illegal arms, not the good arms, the illegal ones, will arrive in our secured port next week. And over the next month, we'll oversee distribution from the home that sits on the cliff behind me. So he's keeping guns in his house. Or human arms. Last week, we also sealed a multi-million dollar deal that will put us in good stead until my father retires. When I assume the throne. But something isn't right with our upcoming transactions. Then again, when dealing with the illicit trade we orchestrate, it rarely is. Oh God, I'm, I'm all in. Um, I don't think criminals talk to themselves this way. And this is actually through the guy's head. So this is how he's talking to himself. So inaccurate. If he was Irish, he'd probably be like, Ugh, I'm over I can make this singular joke and I can make fun of this group because I was born in Ireland. So that's, it's, it's okay. You can, people can get upset later if they want. Uh, as, high, as a high-ranking man of the clan, I've learned to pivot and react. My instincts are primed. Ooh. Uh, I guess our lady friend will have to be introduced later. I kind of want to see how they introduce the lady into this mafia family. The sun rises in early May at precisely 5.52 a.m. Using that information, we can actually figure out what year it was because the sun rises at specific times during the during months. At, uh, it probably changes slightly every year is what I'm saying. And it's rare I get to watch it. So this morning, in the small, quiet interim before daybreak in our meeting, I came to the cliff's edge. I traveled the world for my family... I've traveled the world for my family's business from the highest ranges of the Alps, to the depths of the shores of the Dead Sea. What? No, the shores of the Dead Sea are not the depths, because that's just sea level. You have to go down into the Dead Sea to get to the depths. The shores of the Dead Sea level are just the middle. So the highest Alps and the bottom of the ocean, those are the the heights and the depths. The shores are nothing. Incorrect. The vast expanse of the Serengeti and the top of the Eiffel Tower. Eh, it's a tourist place. Everyone goes there. But here, right here atop the cliffs of Ballyhawk, paces from the door to my childhood home, overlooking the Irish Sea, is where I like to be. Apparently when he's not out doing arms deals. They say the souls of our ancestors pace these shores, and sometimes early in the morning, I almost imagine I can see them, the beautiful, brutal Celts and Vikings, fearless and brave. This is such weird fetish stuff. Um, I've been to Ireland. It is people who look like me, only paler and chubbier, and often sadder. Not a lot of Viking blood left, if I'm being honest. A brisk... They can grow beards. I am losing my hair... But man, can I grow the crap out of a beard. A brisk wind picks up and I wrap my jacket closer to my body. I've put on my gym clothes to hit the workout room. Oh, of course he works out. The cover's him just jacking his arm because he's massive and he has a big Irish Celtic knot on his arm. I'm in love with Keenan. A brisk wind picks up and I wrap my jacket closer to my body. I've put on my gym clothes to hit the workout room after our meeting, if time permits. We'll see. My father may have other ideas. I hear footsteps approaching before I see the owner. What's the story, Keenan? Oh, there's an Irish accent for everyone to go down in the ages of all of history. Boner? I didn't just say that randomly. That's actually the next word. 
Boner sits on the flat rock beside me. So our hero's name is Keenan, and who I assume his best friend is, is called Boner. Boner sits on the flat... <laughs> I can't even read it. Boner sits on the flat rock beside me rests his arm on his bent knees and takes a swig from a flask because he's Irish, it's six o'clock in the morning and of course he's already drinking. Either that or he's been drinking all night and this is just a continuation of the evening before. Tall and lanky, like half the Irish people in the world, his lean body never stills, even in sleep. Why is Keenan watching Boner sleep? I don't know. Always tapping, rocking, moving from side to side, Boner has the energy of an eight-week-old golden retriever, my younger cousin. If I don't follow the grammar, you get way more interesting sentences. That actually implies that his eight-week-old golden retriever is also his younger cousin. My younger cousin, we've known each other since birth. Both raised in the clan. He's like a brother to me. You could just say he's a cousin to you. And nothing, I tell him, waving off the offer of the flask. You out of your mind, he'll knock you upside your head. Uh, She's already done it wrong. Uh, Clearly, the writer, Jane Henry, has not taken the time to actually learn how Irish people speak. You you out of your mind, he'll knock you upside the head, and you know it. If my father catches him drinking this early in the day, when he's got a full day of work ahead of him, heads will roll. Ah, that's right, he says, grinning at me and flashing perfect white teeth. Clearly, not actually Irish or living in the UK. His words exaggerated and barely illegible. You drink that energy shite before you go to work on your manly physique. And anyway, get off your high horse. Nolan's more Ben Jaxed than I am. I clench my jaw and grunt to myself. Fuck. We could have had some jaw description there. That would have really, you know, brought it home. Nolan, the youngest in the clan. Oh, God damn. My baby brother bewitched my mother with his blonde hair and green eyes straight out of the womb. Shielded by my mother's protective arms, the boys never felt my father's belt nor mine. And it shows. I regret not making him toe the line more when he's younger. So since this is like a Dom thing later, the belt I'm pretty sure is going to come into play multiple times. I got to wrap this up. I've already been... This is for a podcast. It's already way too long. Of course he is, I mutter. Both of you ought to know better. Ah, come off it, Keenan. Boner says good-naturedly. You know better than I. The Irish do best with a bit of drink no matter the time of day. Racist. Stereotype. Unacceptable. Ah, I know what I missed doing here. Just to add my bit of racism to the mix, I'll get the fighting Irish hat on. I'll do one more page. Though he's my cousin and I'm only a little old. Eh. Be, though he's my cousin and I'm only a little older than I am. Uh, I think, again, self-editing has gone awry. I'm only a little older than he is. Or he's only a little older than I am. There's some confusion as to who's older than who. I'm going to go ahead and assume that Keenan is the oldest. I am not sure. Boner nods and gets to his feet. As heir to the throne and clan captain, I'm above him in rank, he and the others defer to me. I bet that defer to me is going to come up later in a sexual sense. He mutters something that sounds a lot like, 
needs to get laid under his breath as we walk up the stone pathway, which is uh, completely irrelevant. Oh, Keenan picks up on it, though. Good job, Keenan. I'm a big fan. What's that, I ask? Uh, no sense of tone, so I've just interpreted that myself. Eh, nothing, he says, grinning at me. Wasn't nothing. You heard me. Say it to my face, motherfucker, I suggest good-naturedly. Uh, those words don't match uh, good-naturedly. He's a pain in the arse, but I love the son of a bitch. I said, he says loudly, you need to get fucking laid. How long's it been since the bitch left you? Um, oh, what book was this? I forget. This was part of a series. This may have been the second book where the, uh, the bitch was in the previous book. I'm not 100% sure. I feel my eyes narrow as we continue to walk to the house. Left me, you know as well as I do. I broke up with her, which is what every man says after he gets dumped, which I said for probably a few years after I got dumped in university. Uh, I may have pulled the mutual thing for a bit, but if I'm being honest, she quite clearly dumped me. Keenan needs to maybe take a look at himself and, and, and work out some issues. I won't even say her name. She's dead to me. I can abide many things, but lying and cheating are two things I won't, despite the fact I'm a criminal and break the law, so that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. How long, he presses. It's been three months, two weeks, and five fucking days. A few months. Ah, Christ, Keenan. His cousin and Boner and I had the same idea. Keenan, you gotta get your shit together. Uh, I may continue reading this. I want to get to the bits where Keenan actually has some conflict and to actually see what happens. I would like to get to know Keenan's father. I am surprisingly involved in Keenan, a dark Irish mafia romance, very quickly. This sample has made it that I might actually pay the $1 for this book. Uh, but it will have to come on another day because I have so many books listed up here. Uh, we have The Deal. Off Campus, book one. How many books are in that series? One of five. And The Becoming, which is uh, the series book one. And that is going to be book one of five as well. Maybe five is the magic number of books you need uh, to <laughs> really just get it together. Uh, I feel like I should be writing five books now instead of podcasting because I could probably get more out of it. Um, people would buy my free books for $1 uh, if I just uh, get some Keenan in there and, and some, some, you know. Don't make a mistake in your first words. That's going to be my only advice. Even if you're going to publish a free book, make sure the first word and the second word have a space between them. People don't immediately become suspicious of the beginning of your novel. Free, terrible novel about Irish people dominating. I, I can't wait to see who the heroine is. Uh, this might be my life for the next little while.